Jamie Knight with you here in the Green Zone. Welcome into a Monday edition of the program. Of course, this afternoon, we'll keep you up to date on especially the highways and the roadways around Saskatchewan because a lot of highways around Saskatoon travel not recommended. In fact, every highway in and out of Saskatoon right now, according to the highway hotline travel, not recommended. But as we talked about last week, timing is everything. Uh, you can see where the plows are at uh, when it comes to the highway hotline. And I'm uh, telling you, Highway 16, uh, one's going back and forth between uh, Clavette and Highway 2. Uh, there's one near Dundurn right now, Highway 11. This is all with the uh, new technology on tracking your plow. But travel not recommended all the way Highway 11 from Saskatoon uh, through down to, uh, well, where you turn off Highway 2 near uh, Finlater just past Chamberlain. So we'll keep you up to date on the blowing snow and windy conditions as a little blast of winter has hit us in Saskatchewan. Also today on the Green Zone, we will bring on the latest Scottish champion, Rachel Homan's fourth championship. What a game to wrap up the Scotties last night. And what a moment. It'll go down as one of my most memorable moments from the Scotties is seeing Jennifer Jones settle in the hack. And remember, just before the Scotties, we talked to Jennifer right here on the Green Zone about what it will be like going to the hack on your final shot. She didn't know when that was going to happen. Will it be the end of the round robin? Maybe they wouldn't make the playoffs. Maybe you would be in one of those page qualifying games. But nope. Her final stone was her final stone of the championship final in the 10th end. I was cheering for that rock to hit the spot perfectly. And what was it, a half an inch away from happening? It was so close to the point that Rachel Holman would have been forced to make one heck of a final shot herself to win the championship. Instead, it was handshakes and one of the most emotional moments at the end of a Scotties to see the celebration on one side with Rachel Holman, Tracy Fleury winning her first championship after so many tries uh, through her time in Manitoba and also represented Northern Ontario as a younger player. But then you saw... Jennifer Jones and her two daughters being brought down for that final hurrah, I guess you could say, for Jennifer Jones. She stood at center of ice, the crowd just on their feet. On the other end of the ice, the Holman rink was even emotional watching it, knowing one of the, if not the greatest champion of them all, that was it. That was her final moment on the ice at a Scotty's. And credit goes to Rachel Holman's rank. And I know some of you are out there because I saw it on social media saying, oh, she stole the spotlight away from the champion. No, I'm pretty sure Rachel Holman was fine with that. They were celebrating and they turn around and they see, and it was the crowd. The crowd rose to their feet to honor Jennifer Jones. And what a fantastic career. And then, of course, her husband, Brent Lang, who will be coaching Team Saskatchewan at the Briar, as a matter of fact. 
brings their two daughters down. As Jennifer told us, the oldest daughter, the reason she's not at the Briar this week uh, with her daughters to cheer on her husband, Brent Lang, is because the oldest daughter is in the elementary curling provincials back in Manitoba. So uh, she's playing coach slash mom uh, there at the elementary school championships in Manitoba uh, this coming week. Well, their dad's here coaching up Team Saskatchewan at the Briar. And, of course, that final interview with Rachel Holman, she knew the moment. She gave credit to Jennifer while being interviewed on TSN. And then you saw the cameraman shift to show what was happening behind uh, Brian Mudrick and Rachel Holman, which was Jennifer Jones getting a hug from her daughters, but also consoling them at the same time. They were all pretty emotional last night in Calgary. But as one champion moves on in her life with six championships, you look at Rachel Holman, who will join us in a couple of minutes here on the Green Zone, and her fourth championship in a team that has changed over the years. Uh, There was the original team, but Emma Miskew's been with her the entire way. But Tracy Fleury joined the team last year. She was actually skipping. Rachel Holman was the third. They switched it this year, and it all just came together. They have only lost five times. It was a perfect Scotty's Tournament of Hearts for Rachel Holman. Perfect. Didn't lose a game. Darn near lost the final. But a perfect week again. Uh, She did it a few years ago in her second go-around when she won her second and you look at what Rachel Holman is doing, and you start to have you have to think, will she soon get to six and maybe pass it to seven to be the all-time winning a skip? As much as we said goodbye to what many regard as the greatest ever, are we watching the next goat of women's curling? Well, we are watching the next one, but it's already a pretty remarkable career for Rachel Holman who's, you remember her younger days, has been growing up even as a mother herself now uh, before our eyes. She'll be a great representative for Canada, has been dominant on a tour across North America uh, this curling season. But we're also getting ready for the Briar. Are you ready for the Briar? We got tickets to give away later this week to one of the draws on the weekend, one of the Saskatchewan draws on Sunday. So be tuned to the Green Zone for that. And, of course, we'll be live Friday Night one of the Briar, that's the uh, free pass into the patch. If you don't know what the patch is, it's the place to party uh, for the next uh, 10 days, beginning on the 1st in Regina for the Briar. And a lot of people every year ask the same question. Does Saskatchewan have a chance? Will the drought end? Rick Folk, 40 44 years ago now. The last Saskatchewan team to win the Briar. Yes, my entire life I have lived without a Saskatchewan team winning the Briar. Now, we've had Saskatchewanians win. Ben Hebert has won. Pat Simmons has won. But never a team out of the province representing Saskatchewan since Rick Folk did it many years ago. So we'll see. Mike McEwen, one of the top-ranked teams in the country. He and Colton Flash and the Marsh Boys, they're a solid team. But they'll be up against it. They know what they're up against. They play them on tour all the time.
It is Brad Guju. It is Brendan Botcher. It's going to be one heck of a week of curling. We'll have it covered for you uh, here on the Green Zone. Also coming up today, we'll uh, take you to Winnipeg. Mike McIntyre is going to join us. Gary Bettman's paying Winnipeg a visit tomorrow. What's Gare Bear going to say about the state of the Winnipeg Jets after Mark Chipman's interview in The Athletic saying, hey, we don't get more fans. This ain't sustainable. Is that a threat? That sounds like a threat. And is Gary just going to show up tomorrow and double down? If he does, I'll be so ticked off after the gong show. I'll say it again. The gong show that we've been watching in Arizona, you keep that thing alive? You're going to head to Winnipeg with their 13,000 fans and go, you know, guys, this isn't going well. If it weren't for Canadians in Arizona, nobody would be showing up to hockey. Mike McIntyre will join us, talk a little Winnipeg Jets. And also, a little later on, we'll be talking to one of the original Green Men. They were back on the weekend. Were you watching Hockey Night in Canada? I definitely was. The Vancouver Canucks coming back in overtime to beat the Boston Bruins, and there they were in their green bodysuits. Probably... And I hate to say, hey, this, this is just life, guys. Like, let's be real, okay? This is just life. This isn't me saying anything. Last time we saw them was 2011-ish. It's been 13 years. I'll tell you what. When I was 30 years old, and that was 13 years ago, let's just say the tummy wasn't quite as pronounced as it is at the age of 43. So let's just say, yeah, a little bit. More showing for the green men. But one of the originals actually works with us here at Rocco Radio. Sully, Rock 102, is one of the original green men. Uh, he and his buddy, known as Force, were back right beside the penalty box, giving the Bruins the business every time someone got a penalty. And we'll talk to Sel- Sully about the early days of the Green Men, that night they almost died in Boston, and what was it like to be back cheering on the Canucks in their full green bodysuits? And can you actually see in those things? Like, can you actually tell if someone scores a goal or are you just reacting to the horn and the crowd noise? That's also uh, coming up here on the Green Zone this afternoon. But yes, uh, 235, four times Scotty's champion. Rachel Holman will be here on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. So many questions coming in for Rachel Holman. Do you have any? Somebody wants me to ask why Tracy Fleury was drinking wine out of a straw on their Instagram last night. Um, I saw that. Yes, I did. It looked like uh, they had a, well, as you would. You just want another Scotty's. Uh, you're going to have some fun. Some pizza and wine to celebrate. And now they'll relax for a few days, week, get ready uh, to head to Sydney, Nova Scotia. Great part of the country, by the way, for the World Women's Curling Championships. But we know where the best of the best men are headed now, and it's to Regina for the Briar later this week. Also, um, a question about, that shot in nine. 
that allowed Jennifer Jones a chance for two when Rachel Holman hit the rock. And I sucked at physics, okay? My physics teacher from Lumsden High School will attest to that. Wasn't very good. So I had no idea weight and force and momentum had a rock travel the speed, let's just say south, hit two rocks, and come straight back north another two feet. I was like, that was, uh, like, I've seen rocks in curling. You, you hit far left, and it comes down, and it hits one, and it pops back up. But that had a lot of people confused. Even Rachel Homan's, the look on her face was like, she probably knows how it happened, but the fact it did happen in that moment, she was thinking, are you bleeping kidding me? Okay, Green Zone Tic Tac 20 contest. $1,900 up for grabs this weekend. Kurt Matheson from Pilot Butte was the contestant. There was a goal scored 33 seconds into the game. That is not 20 seconds. So, the jackpot climbs again, ladies and gentlemen. This week's Green Zone Tic Tac 20 contest will be worth a jackpot of a even Steven $2,000. Would you like to win two grand? You can register your name if you haven't already at cjme.com or cKOM.com. So put your name in there. We draw that name on Friday. We'll announce it live at the Briar to see who's playing for $2,000 for the Green Zone Tic Tac 20 contest. Producer Scott, you were wrong. I thought it was a guarantee. Don't you owe this guy $1,900? No, no, you don't. Yeah, again, as we said on Friday, Scott's saying a guarantee with nothing on the line if it didn't happen. We'll see if we finally give away that money this coming Saturday with the Green Zone Tic Tac 20 contest. Let's get to the latest in sports. Jamie Nye with you here in the Green Zone on this Monday afternoon. Hope you had a great weekend, of course. So we are uh, keeping an eye on the highway hotline for you this afternoon. As uh, travel not recommended on every highway in and around Saskatoon, going in or out of Saskatoon, I should say, is travel not recommended. Highway 11, one of the most uh, traveled highways in Saskatchewan between Regina and Saskatoon. It's travel not recommended uh, from that turn off the highway to Finlater, just south of Chamberlain, all the way to Saskatoon, travel not recommended. Uh, so there's an update on the weather. Of course, you can always bring us up to date at one 332 8255 And we'll pass that along to you. Still coming up on the Green Zone, Mike McIntyre is going to join us of the Winnipeg Free Press to talk about the issues going on with the Jets as Gary Bettman will pay them a visit uh, tomorrow and there'll be a lot of speculation going in on what he is about to say uh, when it comes to the future of the Jets, especially after Mark Chipman's interview in The Athletic that says, not looking good if the attendance stays the same with the Winnipeg Jets. Mike McIntyre will join us at 3.05.
Uh, but joining us uh, on the road right now is Scotty's champion, Rachel Holman, joining us after her fourth championship. Rachel, thanks for your time and congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. So, Rachel, what is that moment like? Especially, uh, you guys were talking about Tracy Fleury's first championship. To watch Jen's rock come down the ice and finally come to rest and realize, okay, you don't have to throw your last. You're a champion again. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a nerve-wracking moment. Uh, the girls, uh, Emma and Sarah, were at, at the hog line and just, like, couldn't quite see the line. And Tracy and I thought she'd be kind of crashing on that inside rock. And um, when, the, when the rocks finally settled and we realized we were champions, it was just, just a phenomenal moment to, to be in the house with Tracy and, and just witnessing her reaction to her first Scotty's win. And it was... Uh, it was uh, a lot of a lot of hard work all year and over the years and um, just these last two years uh, with this new team is uh, just exciting to be able to to finish off and going undefeated through the round robin and, and playoffs and then finishing off in that final game was just a, a phenomenal moment. Okay, as a curling fan, I I'm just curious what what shot would you have thrown next if that rock didn't clip that shot in the Eight foot. Yeah, if she had made it perfect, I would have had uh, to tap um, on the other side of the sheet. I had a rock um, just kind of would have been in front of her. So if she had gotten by and, and made it perfect, uh, I would have had kind of a, a two-foot tap or uh, you could have played it with a little bit more weight. Um, so that would have been uh, kind of the only shot I had. In that moment, are, are you hoping she chooses one shot or the other like we saw glenn howard come out and says you have to make the draw she was looking at a tap are you thinking please make that one because I, I i'm more comfortable at this shot or anything else <laughs> or not um yeah i mean you're obviously obviously hoping for for them to to choose the shot that, that you want them to play but um yeah they're at the end of the day that the team's got to decide what what shot they feel most comfortable making and um, kind of what gives them the best opportunity to win, really. Okay, uh, the other question that a lot of people uh, had, uh, your facial reaction told the story in nine. How the heck did that rock come <laughs> back two feet uh, to give Jenna chance for a deuce in nine? Yeah, just the way the rocks were just offset. Um, if I hit it a hair higher or a little bit lower, um, it would have planted and we would have been okay. But it was just like, just hit it in the worst spot um, and just like redirected off the one, um, clipped the bottom and then spun back up. It's hard to believe that it took on that much spin um, when I didn't even throw it like that hard. So it was, uh, sometimes if you just hit it in the wrong spot, bad things can happen. <laughs> That's kind of what happened to us. Nine. It was a, another a week of... Uh an unblemished record. And as you mentioned, the, this team has grown over the last two years since Tracy Fleury has joined and you made some of the roster moves. You made the flip back to skip and everything. Uh, in this new era of almost f curling free agency, when you see teams every four years, every two years change, how long does it take to really mesh and know what everybody's comfortable with and really find that chemistry to become champions? Um, yeah, I honestly think it, it does take a couple of years. Um, the first year, I think you're, you're just relearning 
all new communication with a curling team. There's only four players, and so everyone plays such a, a key role in communication and how you manage shots and, and and how you approach the game and your strategy and and learning everyone's uh, strengths and weaknesses and the game that you want to call. So even just that alone will take a full year to, to figure out, and then um, the next year kind of figuring out how how that all works together and, and, and putting the pieces together and training together. Um, and just uh, it's an unbelievable moment to be able to play with these girls the last two years and, and find a, a way that works for us and our team and be able to, to finish it and uh, win that Scotties and that national championship. is a, a phenomenal day for us yesterday. Is this some of the best curling uh, you've had in your career? Rachel, especially with only five losses this season. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I think uh, this last week was the, the best I've performed ever at a Scotties. Um, and I mean, we've gone undefeated in, in 2014, but um, I, I, I personally definitely played the best uh, curling I've ever curled, and my team in front of me just made that easy. <laughs> they played; uh, they had such a strong week. Um, and uh, so many big team shots and line calls, and um, it just uh, felt easy with uh, my other three amazing athletes that uh, I got to play alongside this week. Rachel Holman joining us, 2024 Scotties champion, uh, her fourth Scotties, uh, along with Emma Miskew, her third Tracy Fleury's uh, first Scotties uh, championship. Also last night, what was it like to be part of what turned into a farewell to Jennifer Jones as you're celebrating your championship turning around and seeing the ovation she was receiving from the crowd in Calgary. Yeah. I mean, she's a legend in the game and it was uh, amazing to be a part of, you know, that send off and um, being a part of the videos uh, and just put in together and seeing her reactions and, and what all her competitors are just nodding their heads and, and, and giving her um, just nothing but the best and, and hope, hoping that she, uh, she stays with the game because she still has so much more to give to the game. Um, and so that was a great moment and definitely emotional for everyone. And she'll be greatly missed for sure. Now I, uh, I talked to Jennifer last week going into the Scotties or two weeks ago now, I guess um, about what it would be like and going through her memories. And she, she was talking about the first time she got to play against Sandra Schmerler and meet Sandra. And they were a junior team traveling together. What was it like for yourself to take on Jennifer Jones. What do you remember about your first against Jennifer as a multiple yeah, Scotties I, I champion? Do. Yeah, I remember that. Um, we, we played John, I think, for the first time. We were juniors um, in, a, in a spiel in London, Ontario. Um, and uh, we ended up beating her, actually. And it was uh, it was such a cool moment to, to be able to play against some of your heroes and, and uh, the game. And then be able to, to compete with them on the ice. It was a, a really cool feeling. Um, obviously, we've gone back and forth over the years, and um, I've played each other a, a ton of times. And she's won a ton of games, and uh, so have we. So it's it's always a, a battle out there when, when the two of us step on the ice, and uh, definitely gonna miss that for sure. Okay, Rachel, this is how I'm going to pick the next great Canadian curler. Um, Jennifer Jones said, as a junior team, they beat Sandra Schmerler in a spiel. 
You just said you beat uh, Jennifer Jones. <laughs> is there a junior team out there who can brag and said we beat Rachel Holman, who might be the next one coming up, or maybe she's already at the, at the Scotties that we didn't know about this week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I'm sure there's a ton of junior teams that uh, that have beaten us um, over the years, and uh, I have a, a terrible memory, but uh, <laughs> probably for good reason. You don't want to remember the juniors beating up on you too early, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Rachel <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I think there's going to be uh, lots of good up-and-coming teams. Um, Platt this, this past week did, did amazing at Worlds and just lost the, the bronze, um, but uh, had a phenomenal showing and, and went earlier this year to, to Finland to represent Canada to get us into that World Championship and qualify Canada. So I know that they're going to be... Uh, they're going to be strong come up in juniors and, and into women's here soon. Rachel Holman uh, joining us. Um, do you just know you have it? Is curling one of those games like golf or anything else you just know you're on and can probably read it pretty early? It might have a pretty good week? Um, yes and no. I think uh, a little bit of both. I think, yeah, you can, you can have a week where you're feeling it. Um, but, I mean, curling can be pretty humbling pretty quick and um you can have an off game here and there along the week and it's a long week so sometimes it allows for that but uh thankfully our team had a had a strong showing from start to finish this time well okay i i have to ask everybody's thought what what's what's your take on how the format went although you didn't really care that much you just won everything so it didn't much matter but <laughs> they keep on changing the format on you what did you think yeah they do um yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to uh, – we haven't even really sat back and and looked at what we did this week. Um, it's uh, it's all pretty fresh. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're going to look at the format and see how how that went. And um, Yeah, it's definitely different. It's weird not to have the crossover games um, and, and not to carry your record forward. Uh, just this past week, our, our pool had uh, – I think one or two losses going into playoffs, and the other pool had four losses going into playoffs. So, um, a, a little bit uh, of things to question there as to how you qualify and how and moving forward. And do we need those crossover games? Um, but I think those are all questions moving forward uh, to make sure that the, the top teams are all playing each other, and then you kind of rank from there. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll, we'll see if the if the format uh, is revisited again for for the next year, but I mean, they're working hard to try and get it right and uh, try and get the best representative for Canada. So there's so many good teams. It's, it's tough to have so many teams at your nationals and, and get a perfect format. It's uh, definitely tough. Of course, uh, Team Holman, uh, one of the more active teams on social media. You, 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 you know, lift the curtain a little bit. Um, saw the celebrations last night. First off, great choice on Pizza 73. When I lived in Alberta, that was my go-to <laughs> pizza place was Pizza 73. <laughs> although there's nothing better than a Saskatchewan pie, to be quite honest. But um, some people actually texted the show, Rachel, going, does Tracy actually drink wine with a straw? Like, is this a thing? <laughs> she, she was drinking out of a wine glass, but it was not wine. Oh, okay. Just to, just to clear that up. Uh, <laughs> oh, she was, uh, I mean, it's pretty smart. You don't stain your teeth. That's, that's the route you're going to go. But, uh, no, she, I think, I think she was... Uh, Maybe on the spiced rum and coke. I think that's a great that's a great decision as well. To be quite honest, um, but yeah. Ra- Rachel, congratulations uh, once again, and I know you'll represent Canada well as always at Worlds. Congrats! Thank you so much. I appreciate. It.
appreciate you having me on the show. Thanks. That is Rachel Holman here on the Green Zone. Now four times Scotty's champion off to Sydney, Nova Scotia uh, for the World Curling Championships. So there you go. So, so the texter who texted it, it was, it was like rum and coke or something, not wine, even though it was in a wine glass with a straw. See? We'll, we'll get those questions uh, answered for you if you have them. As always, just send us a text. Coming up next, one of my favorite sound bites in sports history happened on this day in sports. We'll relive it next on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Bridge Farm remembers. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Here comes Bailey. He's got it. Signed a for a world record for Donovan Bailey in the gold medal. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. But you better promise me I'll be back in time. Yeah, I'm Gotta get back in time. On this day in sports history. In 1987, Michael Jordan's 58 points in one game became a Chicago Bulls record on this day in 1987. But also today it was, and still is, one of the greatest sports clips of all time. And it came in bowling. It was on this day, 12 years ago, February 26th, when a man named Pete Weber became internet famous. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! Now, because that became so famous, Pete Weber has since explained what the heck he was talking about on the Who Do You Think You Are? I Am clip. And it was thanks to some kid in the crowd. He says there was a kid rooting for the other player in the game, and I could hear him. So what I wanted to say was, Who do you think you're rooting at? Or why do you think you're rooting against me? I'm the man of this tournament. That is sort of the li- along the lines of what he wanted to say. So he wanted to smack talk a kid is what was happening with Pete Weber's Who Do You Think You Are? I Am. It happened on this day, February 26th, 2012.